Family from the Heart, episode number six. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Family from the Heart. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. And today we are going to be covering chapter four. Four of The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. And this chapter is love language number one, words of affirmation. That's right. And may I just say, Stephanie, that you did an absolutely beautiful job reading the book tonight, or this afternoon. Oh. Reading that. Thank you. It was was amazing. Um, Just your oratory ability was just pleasing to my ear, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Thank you for saying that. All right. So anyway, (laughs) basically what we've been talking about, for those of you who are new to our show, we just encourage you to go back to episode number three. Where we started. If you're interested, because it's only a couple episodes back and it will tell you about this book that we're reading and why we're reading it. And uh, there are some funny stories along the way in our past. (laughs) So we certainly encourage you to check that out. But anyway, today we are talking, talking about chapter four, which happens to be the first of what we will cover of five love languages. Right. Right. right and, and so we're not going to recover any of the ground that we've already done. We're just going to pick up here and uh, talk about the fact that, that today's love language is called words of affirmation. And so to start things off, what I'd like to do is just start off with some of the notes that I have and we can just let them be the starters for some conversation around this chapter. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. And I've the, totally lost my concentration. Why is that? And I'm not going to start, stop and restart because um, I, I think that, you know, th- this is me. This is who I am. You know, I'm here to talk about words of affirmation um, and, and to do this podcast with you. But I think what, what the people listening need to know is that we're doing this in the middle of the morning. And so McKenna is here. Who is my, I mean, she is my job. You know, she is what I do. And so it's just like you're keeping your phone on because you're waiting for an interview. And as soon as that call comes in, you're going to take it and this podcast will be finished. Okay. But you keep shooing my job away. <laughs> you shooing your job away. <laughs> and so I, I'm now I'm having a hard time focusing because you keep shooing her away. Which <laughs> Anyway, she really, she just wants me to hold her. She's still... Um, you know, she's still very clingy from me being gone for four days um, from from our trip to New York, which was absolutely fabulous. And there's tons of podcasts that you can listen to regarding that. And they'll, they'll probably be and even more probably be coming more. up. Yeah. Um, but so I, I'm really I'm I'm back to focused. Okay. But if I get distracted again, so that the people know, Cliff's shooing my child away, and <laughs> That's, we can have thirty. I mean, thirty minutes by ourselves with McKenna. Uh, occupying herself with all the toys that are in the other room. She's doing just fine. But she, she wants ha- her mama. She did make the little pouty face. and Which is so much cuter with, with the whole black eye thing going on. Yeah. Which, now you um, have to tell them about the black eye. Well, I'm going to tell them that they have to tune in to the, the full-time, full-time mom. mom. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> to hear about the black eye. Um, a lot of people that follow me on Twitter have already seen pictures of the black eye because I've been sharing them. Um but mommy's not going to pick you up. You need to go watch Thomas. Say yes, ma'am. And you know, so I think today's episode will be episode 34. So tune into episode 34 of the full time mom to learn all about the black eye. There you go. So you'll find out about the black eye. 
All right, back to words of affirmation. And it is such a story. So, yeah, words of affirmation. And I just want to say that um, we're not going to cover the entire chapter because obviously what we want you to do. I did take some notes, and we're going to kind of just kind of talk about our review of this chapter. But I want to say that this book is definitely worth reading, especially if you are married. If you are married, I suggest that this is probably one of the most popular books for couples to read to really get a grasp of how to communicate love to one another. And if you have ever got to the point in your marriage where you are struggling with just like, I wonder if he loves me or I wonder if she loves me, this is the book that you need. Because if you're wondering that, chances are that you are trying, you are having a difficult time communicating love to them as well. And it, it, it really is a great read. And ch- this chapter here on the first love language, words of affirmation, simply just is eye opening. It really is. It, it is. So he starts off with a quote from Solomon in the Bible saying, The tongue has the power of life or death. It does. It absolutely does. It really does. Because the whole, you know, when we're kids, we say sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And and the truth is, and I heard this this weekend in, in one of the sessions that, that I was in at PodCamp, sticks and to- stones may break my bones, but words will forever haunt me. Yes. Isn't that the truth? That is so true. And so we really need to learn how, how to speak to each other. Because the power of the tongue, I mean, tongue has the power of life and death. Exactly. So. And and so basically, um, we're going to talk about compliments. We're going to talk about words of thanks. Uh, but one of the things that I think is, is very important is to kind of set it up with like a picture of how some of this stuff happens. And there, he told a story about um, a wife that was that all of a sudden stopped him in his office one day, she was passing through the hallway, comes up to the office and and says, Dr. Chapman, I need some help. And it's all about uh, the fact that her husband would not paint the bedroom. Do you yeah. want to tell the story, Steph? I think you're probably really good at telling stories. So, <laughs> I would love to tell the story. So she's been nagging her husband for nine months to paint the bedroom. Everything about has become about how the bedroom is not being painted. And and it all comes down to, I guess, you know, kind of like the straw that, that broke the camel's back, so to speak, in that it's a beautiful day outside. Would have been a perfect day for him to pop open the windows and paint the bedroom. And instead, he's outside washing and waxing the car. And so she is is coming in she's talking to dr chapman and what he says to her is that you know stop mentioning the bedroom you know do you like having you know a washed and waxed car and she's like well yeah and she's actually i love how he asked it he he, because he does it in one of those typical you know therapists do are you uh are you somewhat opposed to having a clean car (laughs) are you opposed to having a clean car and um and she says well no you know so so tell him thank you for doing that you know she and and he asked her does your husband ever do anything good and i love what she's like like what you know like she needs examples she can't pull anything out on her own <laughs> and so he, he gives her examples you know hanging up his own coat paying the electric bill you know um taking out the trash putting gas in the car you know these examples and she's like well yeah and he says well do you ever say you know thank you do you ever say nice job you know um and so 
in his in his talking with her he says don't ever mention the bedroom needing to be painted again you know don't don't ever bring that up again just from now on when your husband does something good say thank you you know and and you know that was really great of you to take out the trash today you know i really appreciate driving around in a clean waxed car um you know it's it's really nice when you come home and and hang up your coat you know compliment the things that he is doing right and and which is opposed to and and one of the things that he shared in the story and we i've been caught up in this myself so often in in other circumstances what she had been doing and, and gave as an example was the fact that the other day he was cleaning the car and she came out and and rather than saying something like what Stephanie just said as a suggestion from Dr. Chapman, she went out and says, I cannot believe this. Today is a beautiful day. This would have been the perfect day to paint our bedroom. Right. And here you are washing, washing the car. Yeah. So basically it, it's, it was it was words of condemnation. It was words nagging. of nag. They, they were nagging. And it was in and those words were all about what she wanted done. It was all about her and and. You know, you're not meeting my needs, right. which which honestly, love is always always about, you know, being able to see what the other person needs and, and looking for ways to benefit the other person. That's right. what love is. It's seeing somebody else. It's being able to see somebody outside of yourself. Right. And and so he gives her advice and she's not very happy with that advice. She's like, I don't see how that's going to get the bedroom paint. I, you know, I don't see how that's going to how that's going to get me what what I ultimately want. And and he says, look, you ask for my advice, you have it, and it's free. <laughs> you do what you will. And so she comes back, and I love the timing, three weeks later. So three weeks of just saying thank you for every tiny little aspect of things. And then all of a sudden, what happens? And the bedroom's painted. Exactly. Now, because, and this you have written in your notes, I'll go ahead and read it. Go ahead. Okay. Verbal compliments are far greater than nagging words. Right. They uh, I, and and actually, I I love how he says it. He says it, it's a far greater motivator. Oh, that's what that's the word I missed. Yeah, it's All a far right. greater motivator, motivator than, than nagging, nagging words. words. Absolutely. And so, in complimenting him for three weeks on things that didn't even relate to getting their bedroom painted, you know, he knows that you want your bedroom painted. Stop bringing it up. Right. Stop bringing it up. Telling tell him what he's doing right, and then. He did what she wanted and painted the bedroom. Yep. So um, one of the other things that I, I think I've, I can give as a personal example of this, there was, there, you know, Stephanie and I have been involved in leaving, leading small group Bible studies, well, since 1996. Uh, it's been something I've been involved in in a ministry aspect for, for a very long time. And I recall there was one specific group where we were at, and this wife continued to come to her our, our group um, all by herself and which was completely fine with us. I mean, we were open to anybody who wanted to come to our group, but this, this lady would come and she would, she would complain that her husband did not come and, and her husband wasn't involved in church and her husband wasn't involved in the spiritual leadership or formation of her family in any way, shape or form. And she says, and and she continued to. I mean, this this this. Stephanie's asking me who this is. This is somebody. I just need a, remember when we were in the Blaney's 
cell group. This yeah. is a girl that came probably about four or five weeks in a row. I don't even recall her name because she came okay. for about four or five weeks and then she just ended up, ended up not coming. Okay. But anyway, here here's what happened. She she said she said to me, you know, how do how can I get my husband to get involved and come to this group? Because I, I sit there and I, I I every week I complain about him and the fact that he, you know, he's off doing this. He's off, you know, teaching people how to play golf. He's involved in this. It's not that he's a bad guy because he's not. He does a lot of things to help people. But the thing is, is that he spends so much time helping other people that he's not being involved in anything with our family on a spiritual basis. And and so I could just tell what she was sharing with me was that she and, and she even shared, you know, I've nagged him here. I've nagged him there. And and basically what I said to her and the advice that I gave to her is like, let me let me try to um, ask you to do this. And I did the same thing that Dr. Chapman had said in this book, not because I had read this book, but just because it just seemed natural that. Wait a second, just lay off the guy, you know? Right. Quit making him feel guilty. Chances are he already feels guilty about the fact that he's not as involved with his children. I know as a father, when I get so caught up in all of my stuff, I know I feel guilty already. I don't need somebody else to heap it on. Right. And I said, why don't you do this? Why don't you, every time he does something that you love, communicate that to him and just say thank you. And and when you go to church in the morning, instead of giving him that... Uh, that look that just makes that makes his heart sink and makes him feel guilty. Why don't you just go up and say, "Hey, we're off to church. Um, you know, feel free to sleep in or whatever. I'll see you. Uh, maybe we can have lunch this afternoon." And give him a kiss on the cheek and be pleasant about it. Right. You know, and say, "You know what? I understand you have your golf lessons tonight with with the with the league. Um, you know, we're gonna go to Bible study since you're not gonna be here." You know, um, I, I have a great time tonight. And in fact, you know, I've put some I've put some food in the refrigerator. All you have to do is heat it up. Have a wonderful evening and, and do some of those things. And and um, basically what you're doing is you're showing him love. You're showing him, you know, if, if anything, show that that being a part of of a, a faith experience is is doing something to you inside that is saying hey i need to express love more and let the love of christ go through you to him flow through you to him and see if that doesn't make a change and i do know that the the second week that um she had did that she did email me and said things were changing thank you so much i never realized that just saying i love you to him and, right. and thanking him would make such a radical change in the way that he interacts. Now, I don't know what happened from that point forward, but I do know this, is that she she went from being the nagging wife to a wife that was loving and caring and said, you know what, I'm going to take this step by step. I obviously, th- that was the other thing that came up in our conversation. She did not come to this overnight. You know, it, it took her a while before she got on board with with her priorities in life. And so, you know, to give him that time, to give him that, you know, room to to grow and to to encourage it with words of love and affirmation and words of thanks and compliments. And that really can disarm some tensions in a marriage. Right. So I loved I loved that entire story. Um, The rest of the chapter talks about different types of words of affirmation so, so we we talked about this uh before in different dialects, dialects. so this this is a this is a 
um, language, you know, the, the words of affirmation is a language, and there are different dialects. And so we're going to talk about, uh, looks like three of them, or yeah, three of them, I believe. The first one is encouraging words. It is. Encouraging words, so rock. Yeah, first of all, I have to preface everything here by the fact that I am my number one love language is words of affirmation. And so you, we were talking about the love tank. Right. You could fill my love tank up like to over brimming with just a couple words of affirmation. Now, I will tell you, because words have the power of life and death uh, or life or death, I will tell you that I am very sensitive to the opposite. I am very sensitive to words that are critical or negative. And and buddy, you can it, it's as though you took the the tank and and you drilled a hole in the bottom and it just all sucks right out of there. Right. You know, right. with with all the power gravity can pull it out. I mean, yeah. so so you know, words of affirmation are very important to me because I I'm in front of a lot of people and I get a lot of criticism from time to time. And so yeah, that, I just wanted to share that. And I love what the word encourage means. The, the word encourage is actually just to inspire courage, courage. in someone. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie's going to read a story from chapter one. It's the only thing that we're we're going to read word for word from this chapter. So are you ready? I am. Okay. And, and what should we tell a little bit about? Tell a okay. little bit about it and then you can uh, then you can read. Okay. The story is about Allison and Keith. And um, when she was in college, she found that, you know, she really enjoyed writing and but it was too late to change her major. So she stuck with it. But after college, she wrote several articles and submitted them to magazines to be published. And she got that one that one little slip, that one little rejection slip that made her put it all away and and hide it and she had a couple babies and and it got put on the back burner and and really never thought about again until they were older and so that that that's Allison and then you have Keith who you know went out and got a job and and is is pursuing his career and getting his promotions and in the early days of their marriage he's very busy but later on in their marriage he learns to pay a little bit more attention to her and and so in in doing that in finding ways to put her first he comes across one of her her articles that that she's written and he reads it um oh well that's the part we're going to start with Alrighty, so <laughs> here we go from okay. the book he had learned to give more attention to allison and her interest so it was quite natural one night for him to pick up one of allison's articles and read it when he finished, he went into the den where Allison was reading a book. With great enthusiasm, he said, I hate to interrupt your reading, but I have to tell you this. I just finished reading your article on making the most of the holidays. Allison, you are an excellent writer. This stuff ought to be published. You write clearly. Your words paint pictures that I can visualize. You have a fascinating style. You have to submit this stuff to some magazines. Right. And so she did. And she did. And and I want to share with you as far as inspiring courage. So it's the, that is a perfect example of, some, of, of a way that words can inspire courage in somebody. So here's somebody who had received one rejection letter early on and decided, I can't do it. But the truth is, is that she was a beautiful writer, that she had a lot of potential inside. 
and potential that was going to be left unnoticed, unrealized as a result of her fear of future rejection. Right. But because of the the husbands, the spouses, words of encouragement saying, this is you. This is what you're meant to do. This is what you do well. You, you definitely must pursue this. It was those words of encouragement that really inspired her to have courage to go through and it, and it, it used the word arduous task of getting published, it which did. means that, you know what? She had to have many more rejections more than likely. And right. And, and then just to kind of finish up the story, they say that she did have many articles published and it, then at the time that this book was written, actually had a contract to write her own book. Yep. So exactly. Um, and so all because her husband said, this is really good. Right. And um, I, I love basically um, there was another story in there. And I'll, I'll tell you what a quote that I really love. But first, I wanted to share my own poss- my own story. Somebody who showed the who spoke to me in love with encouraging words, who gave me the courage, inspired the courage within me to to take great risk and okay. to pursue something. And I'm just hoping it was me. <laughs> yes, I'm just kidding. It was you. And uh, well, I would hate for us to be sitting here talking about this this book that is designed to help spouses. <laughs> McKenna just blew her nose. <laughs> and, um. The, this um, this nothing book. like the flushing of the toilet in the background of the podcast. <laughs> you know, she's three; she don't care. Um, so, but this book designed to help us as a, as a married couple speak betterly. Betterly, betterly. I like betterly. <laughs> I'm gonna. It's the toilet. It's got me totally. I'm gonna entitle this episode "Speaking Betterly to Your Spouse." Speaking betterly, please don't. No. So to speak better to you to our spouses and then for you to share um, your story and it not be me. That would look really silly on my part. No, this one's for you. This one's all about you, babe. So in essence, what happened was here I was, I had tons of people who were saying, Cliff, you should, you should so do podcasting as a career. You should so do podcasting as a career, but I didn't have the courage to do it. Um, It was just, there were too many risks involved. I just didn't think it was possible and stuff like that. But one night my wife sits there and talks to me and she says you can do this i know you you have the you have the passion for it you have the drive for it and nothing's going to stop you from being successful in it you must do this and so it was through those words that it she inspired courage within me through her words and we're now on this journey together and it's been amazing an amazing journey and um, Stephanie, I just thank you for those words. It, it, You're welcome. It was amazing. You're and um, and and here is the cool thing is that um, because I didn't say those words to you just once, right? You know? But I'm sure that you are thinking of one specific time that I did, right? Maybe the first, maybe the thirtieth. I don't know. Maybe the time that it actually sank in that that you could do this. Um, but the cool thing is is that for me. The speaker of those encouraging words, I don't remember that. Really? But that made a great impact on you. A huge impact. Huge so. impact. So um, the other thing is is that uh, he does mention about 
the whole idea that you know encouraging words really does depend on a desire that already is, exists in the other person or in your spouse. You never really want to. I mean, you you, you can't th- encourage them to do what you want them to do. Exactly. That's not encouraging. Exactly. So he gave the example of you know perhaps encouraging somebody to lose weight. Well, if that's not their desire, <laughs> then what you do is it's actually becoming judgmental words. And so it's not exactly encouraging. So if somebody, is that me? Yep. Anyway, that was my cell phone and we're back. I'm waiting for a phone call from the United Kingdom to do an interview for uh, the British Telecom uh, print magazine over there. So anyway, um, but yes, the whole idea is that if somebody says, hey, I'm really thinking about losing weight. I want to join this Weight Watchers program. There was the example of saying what? There, uh, sorry about the noises. Sorry, there there was the example of of saying, you know, I don't know. That's great, you know, go go for it, and I support you, and I'll you know do whatever I have to, and you know don't, don't worry wor- about the cost. We'll we'll find a way if this is something that you really want to do. And what I love about you is that um, you're gonna you're gonna do well at this because that's who you are. Okay, this is the call. Okay, this is the call. <laughs> And we're back. Yeah. So we were talking about, we were talking about, you know, the, the wife who, you know, wants to lose weight and the husband can, can, you know, encourage her by saying, you know, we'll do everything we can. Don't worry about the cost of the program. If that's what, you know, if this is what you want to do, we'll find the money, you know, and those kind of encouraging words. But if that's not her desire, then that's not encouraging, you know, um, Oh my! If that's not fake, Ryan, I don't that's know so what fake. is. That that's just to get you know um, attention. So anyway, encouragement in an area that is, that your spouse wants to do is okay. one thing, but encouraging them to do something that you want them to do becomes nagging. Becomes nagging. Yeah, or judgmental, or a whole host of other things, or but it just does- guilt. Or guilt. It, it does not. It's the whole intention here of encouraging words is to is to make deposits into the love tank. Okay, and mm-hmm. so and again, love tank was discussed in previous episode of Family from the Heart. Right. So anyway, uh, I can't remember where this came from, but it was one of the stories that he told of a husband and wife and the situation where the husband finally came to his senses. Uh, later on in life, oh, it was the it was the lady. It was, it was the Keith writer. and Allison, right? It was, it was Keith and Allison. And so, in essence, um, now I get it. Now I, I'm sorry. I, I, something just occurred to me because you were <laughs> said, you were telling the story about about her, and I wasn't listening to what their names were. All I kept hearing was you say Keith, and in the chat room. Because just so you guys know, we thank Talkshu for giving us the bandwidth for this, and we also do. Um, we also do the live shows. And in our chat room right now, we have Allison and Winnie and Troy and we've had Kim and Beth and some other and Andy and some other folks that have joined us in the chat room. But back when you were telling that story, I thought that you had kind of made a mistake in saying something. I thought maybe you had suggested that your husband, Keith, or said something funny. And I, I'm like, wait a second. And, and they're like, because it's like, who's Keith? And it's like. Who you know is Keith? Is Keith your husband, or what would your or no? Is Keith your boyfriend? And, and it's like, what would what would what would my husband say? And I'm like, what in the world? Why are they making such a big deal over the name Keith? What did Stephanie say? And and then you said it's Keith and Allison. 
And so it was Allison that was wondering who's Keith. You know, okay. did you? anyway. Anyway. Allison. Uh, They're from the book. There you go. I pulled them right it? out of the book. All right. And, and, and Allison just typed in the uh, in the chat room and says, ah, it's a, it's a cliff aha moment. <laughs> anyway, but what had happened was early on, Keith did not pay very much attention to Allison's writing. Okay. Because he was so busy climbing up the corporate ladder. Well, I think that the point of the story is that he didn't pay much attention to her at all. Exactly. And but and I love this. He was too busy climbing up the corporate ladder. But later in life, he understood something. He said, "Life's deepest meaning is not found in accomplishments, but in relationships." Right. And this this is kind of off the topic of what we're talking about here right now. And uh, what I would like to say is that we had seen a video, a, a short little video clip. Um, in church one time, but this is back when we were, were at reality. And this church, this clip had pictures of people and it talked about how lonely or depressed they were and it was in their old age. And it was all the things like it was, it just showed them, had that very emotional kind of music in the background. Mm-hmm. And it, and it could, you could just see the frustration or the depression on their face and just words on the screen. Like these are what these people are thinking. What have right. I done all my life? Why did I do this? And um, it showed an old man who was just clearly very down and and a very older man. And he says, I wish I would have known. I wish I would have spent more time with my son. Right. And and, but but at first it says this guy retired. This guy, it, it said all the accomplishments that he had made. He was this. He had done this. He had received this recognition and that recognition. Which is all great, except for when he was an old man and he's sitting there alone. Yeah. Because he did not build into the relationships that he had around him. Yeah, and so it's like he had the he had the summer home, he had the the home house of his dreams, all those things. What's wrong? I love how I'll say something to try to move you along. Yeah, and I just want <laughs> and you just want to finish your point. You're just like <laughs> shut up and let me say what I want to say. I would not say that. <laughs> no, but you would think it, and you would do it. I wouldn't think shut up. I would say I'm not done yet. I'm going to continue with the story. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, moving right along. So, um, okay, so we talked about that. And then mm-hmm. the other thing about encouraging words is uh, it talks about really encouraging words is all about empathy, um, seeing the world from your, your spouse's perspective. Um, and he says there are, a couple, there are a couple phrases that really go through and, and really help you understand the, the real emotion behind words of encouragement. It should be like saying, listen, I come alongside you. It's like, I know. I know who you are. I know what you're experiencing. I know you. I care. I care about what you're going through. I care who you are. I care what your dreams and hopes are. I am with you. I am with you through this experience. I'm with you through the good parts, the bad parts. And then the question is, how can I help you? Right. I'm here to help. I how want can to I help? Not how can I fix? Right. Yeah. So which which I need to work on. But anyway, so those those are encouraging words. It's 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 all about inspiring people to courage. <laughs> it is. Okay. Next, uh, we talked it's about kind words. Good. And talking about how how often our words are taken not by the words that are spoken, but by the tone that we use to speak them. Right. And so I can say, you know, Cliff, I love you, and that can mean something totally different. As I love you. Right. You know, because it's all about the tone that we take when we're speaking those words. So just 
it, I mean, basically, that that whole part is just about being kind and using kind words, and and not only using kind words, but portraying them in a kind manner. Right. And one of the things that it encourages us in this section of this chapter is to not just remember to use kind words, but just to kind of forget about the past. I mean, one of the things that that many couples do, and I know I certainly have been guilty of this in the past, of just not letting go of certain things. To to like, you always do this, or you know, the, every time I ask you this, this you this, wake this. up every day. <laughs> How horrible is that? Yeah, you know, but but you're so right. I mean, we're not. You should not keep record of wrongs. You, you know, um, let me find the the way that he said it in here um I, I really like did you write that down <laughs> I, I love it. the toilet thank you McKenna <laughs> thank you for the, the for the wonderful background we can we can oh, choose to live today free from failures of yesterday yes every day we sh- I mean I, I when you were reading this because Stephanie reads this um book to you know aloud as as we sit down together with this material and one of the things that I do love is um is the idea of i'm like totally distracted now (laughs) what's going on over there i have no idea (laughs) you're right babe all right so anyway (laughs) (laughs) you were talking about i read the book aloud and one thing that you love is oh when you were were you when you were reading we can choose to live today free from the failures of yesterday you know, it reminds me of when I became a Christian and the understanding and of and the feeling of great gladness and uh, and awesomeness of the fact that I am no longer bound by all the things I've done wrong. That I have a fresh start. And wouldn't it be awesome if if every day you and I would make a mental note to ourselves? Let's forget about anything negative that's ever happened. And, and try to do our best to let's start off fresh anew every day. Right. You know, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just, no, I mean, it, it you're right. It, it totally makes sense because, I mean, I can go back to, um, he also says forgiveness is not a feeling, it is a commitment. Yes. And I can refer back to um, the Full Time Mom episode 24 where I shared very candidly some parts of my, some parts of my past. And so, and in that, I talked about, the fact that forgiving took time and each day I had to wake up and remind myself that I had granted forgiveness. Yeah. You know, because even though, you know, the act happens on a Monday, that doesn't mean that Tuesday you wake up and you're healed from that. You know, that the healing will take time, but the forgiveness is a commitment. And so you have to choose to wake up and say, okay, this is a new day. I cannot hold him accountable or her accountable for what they did yesterday. You know, you're never going to accomplish anything good in your life if you wake up with yesterday's failures. Right. Absolutely. And and so kind words are words that are from the heart, that are kind, they're said in love, that there's, there's a special way that you say them. And uh, the next the next dialect of the words of affirmation language is humble words. And I love what he says. It's, it's, it's quite simply love makes requests, not, not demands. demands. And so he gives an example of of a husband who says, gosh, I haven't had that chocolate cake or that apple pie that you make 
that is so wonderful uh, since before the kids were born. I guess it'll before be before the baby was born. I guess it'll be eighteen years before I have another one. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, dang right, you're never gonna have another one. <laughs> and and so instead, humble words would say, you know what? I love your apple pie. It is the best apple pie. And I really miss it. Do you think that it might be possible to make that in the next couple of weeks? Right. So it, it, it's, you know, it, it, the, the, the desire is to get apple pie and to, to, you know, to make a request. And, but it's not like, you know, you have to make this. You're, it, it's, it's the way that we go around things. And, and having humility in the way that you speak really disarms just about any kind of argument you could really have. And for me, it talked in the book about the fact that you don't make, you, you can't really go around making requests, uh, communicating love and requests to a three-year-old. Right. You know, but. Which we understand because we currently have a three-year-old. Right. Who does not, we don't make requests to her. Right. So she doesn't make judgments based upon experience and knowing, you know, a lot of the things that we know. So, so we do have to, to make demands upon her. But I can see now, and, and, and of course, I know this is all about husband and wife kind of stuff, but I can see now that I, I, I'm getting to the point where I need to start communicating love to Megan and Matthew with some more requests. Not all the time. There still need to be some demands. Right. But there are some things that I would like for them to do that I think words of humility would, would probably generate and be a much better motivator. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And so I could speak to it them in a much better way. A better way? Yeah. Like betterly? Betterly. Um, which <laughs> would totally work for Megan because words of affirmation is her love language. It is. There, there's no doubt about it that that's her number one love language. And, and Matthew's love language is definitely touch. <laughs> there's no question <laughs> there about that. No question about that. My goodness. I come back from New York and this little boy is attached to me. I never had such hard, squeezy hugs in my he life. He attacked me on the steps. I didn't even make it all the way up the stairs before he just about knocked me down. Yeah. Okay. What is that? That's the wash machine. Oh, because the door's open again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, humble words and uh, humble words actually all speak about um, worth and abilities. Like, you know, it's like... Uh, you know, you could say things like, you know, it was it was about the worth and abilities. Like, you make the most wonderful apple pie. Would you mind doing that for me? And so you can actually build up and encourage uh, through the the speaking of the abilities of somebody. And still get something for yourself. It's not about that. <laughs> well, the point is that it's supposed to not become about that. Right. Right. But it is, in fact, he wants an apple pie. Right. But and the thing is, is the way is that if there is something you want, it's, it's how you go how about you, right. doing it. Snow glass angel. Is that your sister? That is my little sister. She's in our chat Sweet. room. Sweet. Hey, baby. So anyway, um, hello, Samantha. She says she goes, I love you guys. Wow. We love you, too. Anyway, let's see here. That's that's pretty much all I have um, as far as our notes. The thing I, I have written down here, various dialects, positive Let's see. Positive things when your spouse is not around. Oh, oh, two huge things. Two oh, the, huge yeah. Things. I can't believe. Uh, one is it's important to say. Um, I think it's important to say positive things about your spouse when your spouse is not around. Um, and and this is something I try to do as much as I can. And you know when when let's just say I'm around a bunch of friends, friends that know both Stephanie and myself. 
I love to build her up and to say encouraging, wonderful things about her. And the thing is, is that sometimes those in the book talks about this sometimes when, you know, if I was to say something to Stephanie's mom. Right. And then and and about how wonderful she is. And Stephanie's mom goes and tells Stephanie. It's going to be. What's the word that he used? Exaggerated. Or it, 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 he didn't use the word exaggerate. I mean, I can look it, it's it kind up of like making it. It's like, kind of like making a deposit into the love tank. Only the bank gives you three times the amount, you know, for your deposit. <laughs> right. Um, b- because she's she's going to build it up and she is going to she she is going to make it grander than, you know. Now I'm making it sound really bad. But anyway, you're going to get more credit for for speaking it, you know, to someone else when they get that back to the person that you spoke it about. Right. Is the story that he was telling, but you should definitely be um, be building up your spouse in front of other people, not only when they're not there, yes, and but also when they are there, exactly. And so, so building up, you know, exact saying wonderful things about your spouse, words of affirmation in in front of people while she's there or or while he's there. Those, I'll tell you, it, it it's amazing. And, and this is and, something that I struggled with greatly when we first got married. And, um, well, we struggled with a lot of this when we first got married. I mean, and sometimes there we was still a struggle whole, with some of this. There now, was a whole keeping record of wrongs. And I mean, there were so many things that the point system, the, the way that we got here to this point, nearly 12 years later, really is a miracle. It is a miracle. It, it is. Um, it came from some very wise counsel from, from some trusted friends. It came, you know, through marriage conferences, through marriage conferences, such as, um, the family life marriage conference. Yep. And so it came through a a book that, that we did, uh, a a 18 week study or whatever, 16 week study. That was 18 weeks, 18 weeks study kids God's way. Yep. Or it's actually called something different now. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, I think that that's why we can come here and we can talk about these things because we don't do them all right now. I mean, we don't do them all perfectly now. Right. We are imperfect people. Yeah. And one of the things is is, is coming here and recording this and talking about this is reminding us of some of this material that we already knew that we had learned, you know, we learned a couple just a couple of years ago. Right. And we practiced and wow, was things wonderful. And it's like, oh, wow, we've kind of veered away from that, you know, this a little bit and that a little bit. And and so this is this is why it's great for us. And so many of you out there are listening and you've even told us this is the first time you're hearing this material. And and so I hope that this becomes, you know, like the aha moment for you guys and that you 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 know, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and buy the book. And get a copy of it, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. And uh, we're going to play some feedback in just a minute. But yeah, okay. that's that's pretty much all I have to say regarding this chapter. It's very good. My love language, obviously, words of affirmation. For me, the best way, what? <laughs> Mine will be covered in like three weeks. <laughs> I'm like, why is this the first one in the book? I don't How know. How fair is that? Um, I just, before you play some feedback, I just have to say something that is totally un, um, book related. Okay. And, but just all of these podcasts are becoming like a, a documentation of our life. Yes, they are. That, you know, maybe someday our kids will go back and listen to. And so if that's the case, I just want to tell, um, McKenna because she's sitting on my lap right now. Yeah. And I think that, you know, she, she, 
not in her three-year-old self you know doesn't know that she's been a distraction but in fact she has and daddy shoot her away a couple of times but mckenna look at mommy you are beautiful and i just want to tell everybody that right now she is so beautiful and just wants to be close to me right now yeah which is cool and i'm savoring that because she won't always want to be close to me right so anyway I do have I one. I just had to get that out. Awesome. <laughs> I, I do want to play one bit of feedback that came in on our voicemail line. So here's what it says. Hey, question, Stephanie. This is Amy from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I was calling because I just wanted to say thank you so much for having um, Mardell as one of your sponsors for this show. Um, I ordered some uh, two books on CDs on Friday, and I got them today. I'm just so impressed with how fast they were with ordering it, um, you know, sending it so fast. Um, but, yeah, so I ordered the 48 Days to the Work You Love on CDs and Get Out of That Pit by Beth Moore on CDs because it's easier to listen while I'm at work than reading. I don't have a lot of time outside of work to read. But, um, anyways, I just want to say thanks and just to recommend it to everyone else that it's just it's really fast and really easy and just loved it so much. Thanks. Bye. Awesome. Thank That's you. really cool. Thank you so much, Amy. And so many people are ordering from Mardell now. And that is really cool. It really communicates to our sponsor that thank you for providing uh, the avenue and, and revenue f- so that Cliff and Stephanie can make time for this this new podcast that they're doing, this right. Family from the Heart. Because this podcast, I, I'm telling you, as I, I say this every week, is would not happen, unfortunately, if it were not for Mardell because we've got so many other things going on. But this is something that we wanted to be a par- priority, and this has become a reality as a result of Mardell. And right. of course, we've been talking about the the Five Love Languages book. Uh, there, you can get this book for I think it was five ninety nine. Uh, it is on their bargain book section. But let me explain to you about the bargain book section real quick. The bargain books is something that's available. There's an entire section of these books. They have the book at its regular cost online, and those are pretty much guaranteed. They have no blemishes, no no stickers or anything like that. But what happens is a lot of places will have these overstocked, um, overstocked materials, and they might have stickers or promotional stuff put onto these books, and that's why they're able to sell these at such a reduced cost. Uh, but chances are, I mean, everything that I've got so far has been absolutely wonderful, and you can get the books at a much reduced cost. And all you have to do to get this book for five ninety nine is go to the website. And click on Family from the Heart. And in the show notes of this episode, there will be a link. It will take you directly there. Anything that you buy and from Mardell.com, you click on uh, the shopping cart. It will say enter promo code. Put GSPN on there. That tells them that you are coming there and shopping as a result of their sponsorship here. Right. And um, you'll get 10% off. And it will say thanks GSPN listener. It's really cool. And we ordered... A, a career kit, the 48 Days to the Work You Love, it came, it was amazing, the shipping that they did. It, I mean, it was wrapped in bubble wrap twice. It was it just absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. And uh, and we gave that to a friend of ours in our in our we Bible did. study group. So We did. Can I just say, um, Amy, I would love to have um, your thoughts on on the Beth Moore book. What, what did she say? It was um, Get Getting out of, that, out of the Pit. Getting Out of That Pit. Yep. And because it's been a book that's been on my list for a while. so Wonderful. So, again, thank you to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. And uh, with that, we'll be back next week. God bless you, and have a great week. And I just started the music for some reason. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
So maybe until next time, join the, join commu- the community. Join the community, maybe. GSPN.tv. <laughs> it's even the long outro. Learn how to speak to your loved ones. There we go. Speak love to your spouse today. Well, they don't all have a spouse. Yeah. Okay. Well, speak love. <laughs> I <works>. don't know. <laughs> We're out of here.